tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. God, man, you got one job, and you just took your time. You're just like looking up sneakers or something. I, I don't even know. Your I'm, intro. Like, your thank you, Johnny. I was in awe of that fucking uh, voice you have right there. I know it's you pretty impressive. I'm sorry, I shouldn't jump. Do you think I give you way too much? Is that the word on the street? Do I give you too much shit? Oh, dude. If you Are listen, people talking like, why is he so no. mean to you all if the time? If you listen to George Press stories, Side Dick Eddie and George go hard on me. Where I love it here, I'm, I, I feel it does have to. Yeah. Also joining us is Jay Nice. Don't worry. I, about I it. get those messages all for what, me, that, so you know it's bad with like, gee, like, like I, what? Yeah. Did I mean to you? Oh yeah. Really? Like Bull? last week, there was like, yeah. dude, tell Sam to stop. Being yeah. such a chill dick. out. Yeah, don't, dude. don't, don't go. What, re- I, what did I say? That was so mean to yeah, you. The day I was I on think Reddit. it was that pineapple up your ass episode. Oh yeah. Remember yeah. <laughs> what? Remember the pineapple up your ass episode? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. Been, I've been on Reddit and it's like, dude, Sam treats his interns like shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> remember that you're replaceable. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're having a three-part series this week, apparently, about Jesus, the Bible. All that wonderful Thanks, stuff. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> well, it's not all Mark's, Mark's fault. And there's no fault. It's great. They're no, all yeah, great we, episodes. We love it. It's just that's the way it worked out. Johnny, please don't ever do it. Apologize to Mark, Johnny. Please. <laughs> hey, we have a theme. We like themes. Yeah. So we have MK Gorga, MR Gorga on. Uh, very excited to have him on. And uh, he gets into his new book, Demons Among Us, uh, and it's just basically about people be the history of people being possessed, history of exorcism, the importance of uh, Jesus in dealing with exorcism, and it's a great talk. We get really deep. We find out a lot about Johnny's faith in this episode, and I think you're going to love it. <laughs> uh, if you want to see me, hey. I'm going to say right now, I love Jesus. I, I got people coming up to me in stores going, dude, you got to find Jesus. I know where Jesus is. He's in my heart. Can we okay? stop persecuting Christians on the show? That's what What's I want. What's that? Yeah, can we stop just laughing at Christians, me, on the show? My I didn't favorite. laugh at you. Okay. What are you talking okay. about, Johnny? I, I, I just wanted to hear sarcasm. you say the words, and you finally did. Guys, if you want to see me live, I'm going to be at the Underground Comedy Club uh, tonight. Uh, June 30th in Costa Mesa. Then, bang, bang, pow, July 15th, I'm at Morris Plains, New Jersey. And then uh, on the 15th and 16th, we're adding a second show, everybody, uh, on that Saturday. So there'll be three shows total. And then August 5th and 6th, I am with, uh, I am doing four shows at Cobbs. The first the early shows are me doing stand-up. And then the second show is uh, me, Eddie, Xavier Guerrero, 
Uh, we are currently looking for a place, a couch for Xavier Guerrero to sleep on. So if you'd like to have Xavier Guerrero sleep in your living room, let us know. Oh, I might be able to go more shows if that's how that works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to see Xavier come out more on the road. Offer up your couch. Uh, I barely go. Sam knows I show up at 3 in the morning anyways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so go check oh, that and July out. Tw- uh, July 20th. And July 20th is the uh, next Comedy Chaos. I'm putting together a lineup of cold-blooded murders. Go to the homepage on samtriple.com. I'm very excited to announce, go down, that you can buy uh, T-shirts. We're working on some great new T-shirts. We got two brand new ones, limited yeah, edition. They're not brand new, but no, they but yeah. are. We brought back some classics. We have the Breaking Bad Sam Tripoli. And then we have the um, Clockwork Orange Sam and Eddie t-shirts. Those are, in fact, available. Also, guys, um, we have a couple new shirts coming. El Paso! I'm just trying to find the place to send the t-shirts. I'm waiting for the, the manager, the owner of the Sleepy Dog to hit me back. The shirts are done. The El Paso shirts are done. I promise you El Paso shirts, you're getting El Paso shirts. I'm sending 50 shirts to El Paso. First come, first serve. Uh, if you're looking to get in the gold because of these crazy times, gold and silver, you can go to samtriple.com, click on it, and go to. it will take the Sam Tripoli dot gold and you can buy all your gold and silver there i invest in all the time uh my good friend xavier yep. guerrero's looking to go deep on on some uh gold Auto, so get Auto. that going cameos are fire bro cameos are fire get in get your cameo watch me drop some hammer i dropped a couple good ones this week you got a 24-hour arrival delivery yeah i dropped hard dude i ain't afraid get that 24 hours i'll talk about some weird ass shit that's all I do. Bang. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Go back. Look how good that, looking I look. That's at a workout right there. That, look how good looking I am. I'm aging quickly, dude. But you can just go to Sam Tripoli for all your needs. Listen, uh, Rockfin has been fire, bro. Rockfin is fire. Sam, You can get Timfall Hat Premium on there. Conspiracy Social Club. My spiritual podcast, Zero. I'm putting on Rockfin for $10 a week. I'm putting anywhere from four to six episodes a week. A week for ten dollars. <laughs> We've also got the new broken, <laughs> the new, new broken sand yeah, videos. I love it. Naha yoga. I love it. Naha uh, yoga. Naha by the yoga. way, I was on my way to look like that. Did you? Uh, and we, I wish, bro, I could wear those pants. Those are badass pants. I wish I had samurai I had to, fat I had people to pay pants. Fourteen dollars for the rights to that guy's image. So. What? I, I, I had to buy that image to. You to did make that thumbnail. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like, great! Congratulations, no. dude. And then you put my face on there. Where's yeah. my twenty dollars for my you image? You, your likeness is already uh, uh, owned BS, by bro. Broken Simulation LLC. If you'd like to listen to my show where I just walked the mean streets of Los Angeles and put my life on the line. Interviewing Bloods and Crips, trying to make shit happen. Uh, just go to uh, just go to samtriple.com. Click on any of my uh, free RSS feeds. Tim Fall Hat, Broken Sim, Cash Daddies, Punch Drunk, Union of the Unwanted. Then I also do old episodes of two of my shows that are on uh, Rockfin, Conspiracy Social Club, and Zero. Go check it out. Anything else, guys? Yeah, I'm actually going to be raffling one of these signed posters off by Sam. Look at him shake his head. Signed. Uh, we don't smoke the same tomorrow on Thursday All right. from 7 to 9. So if you want it, go participate. Go get Come it. Come on, be a signed. world That's floor member. That's my signature yeah. right there. Okay. 
That's going anything out else. That's YouTube. Dot com slash Sam Tripoli. YouTube.com slash Sam Tripoli and YouTube.com slash comedy of Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli comedy. Sam Tripoli comedy will get you that. Hey, and also finally, we have a 24-hour oh. new 24-hour radio station of some of uh my favorite shows I do. So Tim Fall Hat Radio, Broken Sim, Cash Daddy Radio, Punch Drunk, Union of the Unwanted. And all my comedy specials. Guys, this is a great episode. Please enjoy it. It's a fun interview. Enjoy. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fire. All right, let's get into it. Very excited uh, to have this next guest on. It's going to be another great one. Uh, he has a book coming out right now, or it is out, Demons Amongst... Uh, please welcome author M.R. Gorga. How are you? Demons Among Us. There we go. Bang. Great. Thank you for having me on. I love I love everything about you. I love your name. I love your hat. I love your energy. <laughs> I'm, you're, I'm all about you, dude. Thanks, man. So, uh, M.R., can I call you M.R.? Is that what? You, I, yeah. you surely can call me M.R., yeah. M.R., uh, for our listeners who may not be familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, a little bit about your book and where our listeners can find you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm a, I'm a lifelong uh, writer. I've been a writer all my life. I've been uh, writing for um, <clears throat> writing in journalism and, and TV and scripts and everything like that. And uh, so, but Demons Among Us is my first uh, foray into the paranormal slash horror genre. And uh, it went to number one uh, shortly after it's released on, on Amazon. Um and uh, you can find that uh, Demons Among Us on Amazon. Um, right now it's in Kindle and paperback. And I will have the audiobook version, which is in editing right now uh, in the next few weeks. And uh, you can find me on social media on Instagram at m.r.gorga and on uh, Facebook uh, at mrgorga. Uh, so, uh, so Demons Among Us is a book about uh Real life stories from the paranormal. What yeah. made you want to write this book? Uh, well, it came after the reason why I wrote this book was to really alert um, the sound the alarm uh, to people uh, uh, really about the uh, the dark forces that are working and operating and functioning all around us that you may not even be aware of. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and and so re re what Demons Among Us does is it's not only a book about uh, real creepy stories, which the book does really well, historical and personal accounts that have really happened to me. Um, but what it does is it rips the veil off the paranormal to really show what's happening behind the scenes. And what I think this book does um, probably, it, it does really well, probably than the most of what I've seen in the paranormal realm, is it actually shows you um, how these dark forces operate how they function, their mechanisms, and their um, and how they influence society um, to to really uh, further their agendas and their uh, their sinister, nefarious plans. It's so interesting, man. Right, the whole 
like what is really going on in this world, this realm, this this round ball, this flat earth, whatever you want to believe in. But <laughs> what is really going on? How deep are the layers and what do they represent? And, I, you know, last night while I was showering and talking to myself, which is a big part of my life, uh, the, people are like, how do you have 90 podcasts? Well, I, I just talk to myself constantly. <laughs> My children bust me all the time. They just stare at me. They're like, we got a real wild one here, you know? <laughs> and um, I was just kind of thinking about the power structure of everything and about how at the top is this source. And then there's, I think there's a lot of middle managers and then assistant managers out there are like all these other deities that, that are behind the scenes, Moloch and, and Bathman and all that stuff. And then below them, there's like more of like just the demons that we hear all the time. And, and that's really what I do believe is happening uh, all around us at all the time that, the, that wherever we are right now, there is a battle between light and dark and they're constantly going at each other and they're at war for right. just just control of this realm what do you think about that i i think you're you're really right on point i mean they are in uh control of this realm um and they're not only for that it is a battle uh, for souls uh, people like you people like me uh, people like all your listeners. Um, and so, and, I mean, and I think you're spot on because when you, when you talk about um, how it functions in society, if you can look at uh, demons or dark forces and, and um, demonic entities, if you can look at it, um, think about it in the, in the realm of uh, influencer marketing. Right now, if I and we all know what influencer marketing is, we take uh, someone, people in influential positions. Right. And we we shoot our ideas into them and then they, they you know, our products or whatever. And we we dispel it out yes, to our dude. audiences. Right. And so. So what happens is, is if I was a smart demon or a smart devil, who would I go after? Well, I would go after heads of state. I would go, I would speak my ideologies into their brains and whisper that into their dreams. I would, uh, you know, I would motivate their, you know, I would motivate their, um, their agendas with, with my agenda. And I would, I go after heads of states. I go after rock stars. I would go after heads of business. I would go after all of the, uh, all the important people with my evil plots and plans uh, this way they can sort of disseminate um, my evil structure into their <laughs> into the system by influential evil influential marketing in a sense I, if you I, want to look at it like that I completely agree I, and now you make me hate the term influencer even more <laughs> well I didn't mean to do that no, no I was just fine. trying to give a, a really good example I of hate. how it does really happen. How yeah, it really operates. Well, and some of the demonic influencers are just actually Instagram influencers. Yeah, you know, I mean right, they really are. Like someone goes, oh, you know, uh, social media influencer. I'm like, you are a demon. You really are a demon. <laughs> yeah. And your right. job well, is. Thing, well, well, the thing is, what's so subtle about this stuff, though, is that people don't really understand that they're being used or that they're actually under the influences of uh, spiritual and demonic entities. They just think they're doing their thing. They have no idea. So a lot of people just do this stuff like unbeknownst to them. And then there are those who know at a high level what they're doing. They actually really do sacrifice the demons for power. But 
Um, but most of the people are just kind of like just playing along, you know, and they just they don't know. And they're just doing they think they're just doing their thing, doing their thing. When actuality, they're actually propagating uh, demonic ideologies and yeah. beyond, demonic ideas into society. I completely agree with that. And, you know, there's a there's two things I want to ask you real quick. Well, I want to make a statement that I want to ask you something. So a, a lot of these people... They don't realize, like, the best useful idiots are the ones that don't know they're useful idiots, right? And they're just yes. being pushed forward. And they're like, oh, my God, everything's Puppets. working out. Like, That's oh, my right. God, I got a million followers on this and a million <laughs> followers right. on There's that. There's no idea you'll defend harder than the idea you think you came up with. You know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And do you yeah. just see, and they don't realize what they're doing or they right. don't, or, or they don't care. Right. Yeah, there's but, probably a little bit of both. There's some people who, you know, there's some people who who know and there's some people who honestly don't know. And those are the best pawns you can have. Those who don't know, those who don't question anything, those who don't look any deeper, don't, those who don't dig below the, the surface. Those are the perfect puppets and pawns. Yeah. NPCs. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Blue Chew. That's right. American boners for American men, for American ladies, unless it's you're into American guys. And then you can do whatever you want. And guys, it is time to bring the summer heat to the bedroom. Hammer of the gods, okay? The temperatures aren't the only things rising in the summer, okay? Guys, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and CLs, but in a chewable tablet for a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you don't need to plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises, okay? You don't have to be like, oh, dude, I want a boner during the summer solstice, so I'm going to take it on this day when the sun is in the high, high, uh, the high house, okay? Just take it and prepare to rock, okay? It's just that simple. The process is easy, okay? Okay, sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, boom, you'll receive your pres prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so you don't have to visit the, the doctor's office with the hot nurse. Now you got to be like, yeah, I need, uh, I'm trying to get bigger boners. Now you don't have to embarrass yourself. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA. American boners for American men. For American ladies, okay? Blue Chew is the bomb. I love doing it all the time. This guy just flies around the country with his Blue Chew. Yep, just here and there everywhere. Bam. Dude, this guy flies with rock hard all the time. On the plane. Because he never knows when it's time to join the Mile they High never, Club. They never want to search You don't want to be sitting next to him. He's got to get up for the bathroom. You better go You better <laughs> go ass toward me. And he not, can't not even, dude, his blue chew is so strong, he can't even lower his, his, his tray table. His tray table. <laughs> okay, that's how it is. Okay, we love it. You love you. So if you could use some extra benefits in the bedroom when it's time to perform blue chew can help and with a special deal for our listeners try blue chew free when you use the promo code tinfoil at checkout just pay five dollars shipping that's bluechew.com promo code tinfoil to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank blue chew for sponsoring this podcast so so my question to you is this do you think you could sell your soul because I don't think you can sell your soul. I don't think your soul is for you to sell. But I think what when you do go through that motion, it, it just it, it it just basically sends a message that you're you know you're willing to tango. Uh, you're looking for a certain kind of energy, 
and you're willing to play ball with certain energies as well. I don't think you could sell your soul. I don't think your soul is for you to sell. I don't think these meat suits are us. I think our spirit is part of the universe and, and our thoughts are we can't we aren't we aren't our body. Our body is not us and I don't think we can sell our souls. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, well, we are spirit creatures inside. And, you know, this big, what you see here is just all wrapper for what's an eternal thing that's inside of you, right? So you are an eternal spirit. You're going to live on forever and ever and ever in, in some, um, you know, in some dimension, right? Um, <clears throat> so I think that you can be deceived into thinking that you sold your soul Right. Because we talk about these dark forces and these dark entities, you got to understand what they are. Uh, and these are deceitful spirits and, and very, very, very cunning into uh, in ways that you don't even think that they're um, that you would even know that you're being deceived. Right. And so um, and so they're, they're very, very skilled in deceiving and manipulating um, and so they, I think they can deceive you into thinking that you can sell your soul, but you can't contractually sell your soul. I mean, you, you can be, uh, even if, if you did, even if you went deep into the demonic realm, you could be brought back out because, um, it's, it's not, your soul is not his to have. Yes. It's so you, but, but I mean, can you still, like, you know how people cut their fingers and then they sign something off yeah. can you is that still selling your soul in a weird kind of way or you, i think you well, think that's really well, the effect soul. is the same if you yeah. think it's sold yeah yeah then it but i don't i, I don't think you could be like you said what i think happens is you 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 sell your soul this stuff happens it's a bit of brainwashing you, really. you, yeah i think a brainwashing happens uh there are entities that are in, that are constantly battling yeah. and you're like tuning to their frequency right yeah and, and they have ways of they're connected right and they can position and help you fast track certain things mm. that's my opinion it's like scientology <laughs> and when you go when you die right you you go get judged and if you're like dick cheney you're gonna come back and like be the chicken at the donkey show in tijuana like that's that's how it goes, and then you gotta work your way back up. That's just my humble opinion. I and again, like you know, there is a some I believe we truly do not know what God is. We're we're not meant to know what God is because these these uh, sumo meat suits that they make us wear, right? That these things are purposely meant to limit our ability to understand the 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 true nature of a lot of things. So that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, this is, there's a story in the book and it's chapter two, it's called American demoniac. It really is the, it's an astounding story of, um, the, the first fully documented eyewitness account of demonic possession in American history. And, um, this girl, uh, the, the idea was, um, the mystery behind it was, did she, make a bargain with the devil? Did she sign the devil's contract or did she not? Right. And so and that was, that was one of the, one of the mysteries into this, into why um, these things and these strange incidences started happening to the 16 year old maid of a preacher in that story. Um, and, but that was, 
again, I, I think that there's a, an element of deception as to um, these forces or the devil, the devil or dark forces make you believe that you sold your soul to the devil, whether it be for wealth or power or uh, fame or things of that nature. I honestly think that he tricks them into believing that, well, you're mine. You're, you're mine. You, you know, I, I own you now because I've given you this fame or I've given you this power or, you know, and so I think that he has uh, them believe that they're under a false sense of ownership um, uh, and I do think that, um, I, that you can know who God is because that was demonstrated, um, in Jesus Christ. And he gave, came to be the express image of, um, of God. He was the, the physical representation of God on this earth. So through him, we can know God. Respect, respect on that. I totally respect that. Um, so, so what? Okay, let's get into your personal appearance and we'll get into uh, your personal experience with de demonic entities and then we'll get into some of the more interesting points of your book. Um uh where, where, I have I've asked you guys, have you guys had paranormal experiences either you guys on the show? I I've only seen UFOs. That's that now yeah, that's it really. Yeah. Just like glances of I think I saw something but nothing I nothing, would, nothing, nothing I would sit there and be like, "Hey Sam, let me be on the show and tell a people's yeah. story now. I look forward and, to that yeah. day, Xavier. <laughs> and then you have you have the one at the comedy store, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I see stuff a lot. I think I catch things all the time where I'm like, what is that? You ever like see babies and dogs just stare in the corner of like a room Ooh. and they're just like, what? You're like, what are you looking at, dude? Yeah. And they yeah. see something. I'm like, there's I, there's something there because everybody's looking at it except for the old guy who's. <laughs> you have twins. Have you ever seen both your babies staring at the like at no, the same? Not that I know. Of, no, no, no. no. That'd be that'd be actually weird if both of them are like kind of looking at the yeah. same corner. Yeah. You're like, okay, now they're both looking, so yeah. something has to be there. Ninja looks more than ghost. A ninja always sees things. I can always see ninja staring at stuff. Which is kind of interesting. So, yeah, yeah I, I believe in it. Johnny's dismissed most of my paranormal mm -hmm. stories. From well, I dismissed the one that when you were like five and somebody did a little magic trick for you yeah. to make a some. A, they put a ball in a hat and said, "Oh, it's gone now." It's not a ball. It was a cologne truck. Okay. Okay. Much different. A cologne truck? Yeah. When they used to have like cologne in little trucks. Oh, really? I don't know. Like, yeah, you take it off, you'd be like boop boop, and then you'd be like bang bang, right? A little bit. Well, that's a magic Something trick. like that. It's a magic trick. Yeah. It's a magic trick she bought from like Walmart that, for 10 bucks. That was Walmart the demon was of not around. Tricks. What's that? That was the demon of cologne tricks. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was your first experience with the paranormal? Well, well, I have a couple of firsts. And the first <laughs> the first one as a as a kid who happened um I was living in um uh, New Jersey. I was a young kid at the time and we had two story house. And, and, uh, so my sisters were, were downstairs or playing downstairs, um, in the laundry room, uh, which was down there. And I was sitting on the steps at the time and all of a sudden, um, they, my sister starts screaming because this, this white, large white gloved hand came out of the laundry room to grab them. So they came and they come like bolting up the, 
um, bolting up, screaming up the stairwell, you know, and then, you know, my parents come down and it's like, well, there's, you know, there's nothing here and da da da. But to this day, um, we all believe that this was like a, a very, you know, a paranormal experience. It's not every day you see a, you know, a white hand come out of, um, my hat's all messed up. <laughs> it's not every great, day. Bro. You, you see, uh, you know, you see a white glove hand come out of the, um, the, the closet with a laundry room, you know, and then, um, I'm trying to adjust my hat here. I'm Dude, sorry. don't worry about it. The hat's great. <laughs> I, the first thing I know is like this it's guy funny. solves mysteries. Um, uh, and so the 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 other time was when I was became an adult and I had just became um, a. Hold on, new... before we move to that, yeah, hold yeah, on, yeah, hold yeah. on. Yeah. You told us a story, and then we're already moving to to another short. Okay. Oh, okay. So you want to focus on that one? Yeah, I want to. Okay, right. Do you want to adjust right. your hat, bro? I think it looks fine. Can we all vote okay, on it real cool. quick? No, that's cool. Let's vote. I think weird. it looks I'm, fine. I'm my might people think okay. it looks fine. I agree. I agree. It looks okay. great, bro. I feel like I feel safe with you. Okay. Okay, cool, man. That hat makes me feel safe. You look good. Good. Thanks, brother. All right. All right. All right. Emma, you're doing great. So we have <laughs> this, we have, we have, uh, so, so where did this white, where did this hand come from? This came, we had a, um, a laundry room down in the basement. I mean, down in the second, uh, on the second floor. And that's where we had the washer and the dryer. And we just kind of, they were just playing around it. And then all of a sudden this hand just kind of this large white ghostly gloved hand. It looked like comes out and tries to kind of grab my sisters. So <laughs> really, was, yeah. And do you yeah. and your sisters ever talk about this? You yeah, guys- we bring that up all the time. It's like every time, like if we have like a, um, you know, if we have a, uh, you know, uh, a holiday or whatever, every every now and again, it comes up. It's like, hey, remember the white hand? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? Dude, that's crazy. And your sister's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Are they like, oh, yeah, the white hand? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy. They have multiple people see it. Yeah. That yeah. to me is like, that's like confirmation to me for sure. Maybe like a yeah. realm. Like what? Like a realm. What like do you it mean? Came, it was pulling you like a like. Pulling you. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Who knows what the white hand's doing? It, yeah. It was just this, this hand came out of the laundry room and. How big was it? It was a big, well, for us, we were kids. So it was, <laughs> so anything would have been big, but we believe that it was this big ghostly white hand now did it look out. like a demon hand or did it look like a mickey mouse hand you know like a it big white, like a glove? white gloved kind of um filmy white you know ghostly gloved hand i don't know if it looked like <laughs> mickey mouse what if you came down when it was doing its laundry of the ghost hand a glove <laughs> Damn, I thought you guys were gone. It was black when it went in, white when it came out. <laughs> racist, Johnny, yeah, racist. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was a crazy story. It's that a crazy, is crazy, dude, to have yeah. you and your siblings both see that. Yeah, yeah we all saw it. At the, I mean, uh, uh, we all talk about it to this day. So it was something that had real indelible kind of impact on us as to, you know, these, these things are that – a paranormal or these things that are unexplainable. That was my first uh, introduction into that. There's some weird, weird shit out there, you know? Yeah. So I, I, for sure. Now, do you think it had anything to do with the house you lived in? 
Uh, was it haunted? Did you see anything else in this house ever? Because even no, though- it, it wasn't like it wasn't a haunted house. It was actually a, a house that my my dad and my you know, and our family built by you know, by hand. Um, and you know, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't witches or anything like that and demonic or anything like that. Um, there are a bunch of Italians building a house. So it really wasn't, uh, it wasn't haunted. So, but it was just, um, the, I don't know why it would have targeted or what made it, what, what, why it would do that. I don't know. Do you, did were there any other, uh, situate paranormal examples that happened while you were young, or was that the only one forever? Um, no, it wasn't the only one forever. I mean, oh, well, as a kid, yeah, I think that was like one of the the most major uh, incidences. Uh, you know, at that age. You and know, did it and then, make a sound? Was it like, or was it like, <laughs> or anything like that? Did it like make any? weird kind of creepy like piano sound? no no like no there's no there was no, no sound. sounds was no nothing weird just wow. a weird when you say filming do you mean white, it, what do you mean like spectral kind of like could you see through it some like spectral yeah yeah because when these things like um appear there's a they look solid uh, but then there's there's also other parts of it where it uh, you, you could see through it. So it's like, you know, it's almost it's part body, part spirit. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Lucy. That's right. Look, we're all adults here. And I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes. Nicotine gum, lozenges, and lozenges, okay, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year, kind of, right? Still the new year for sure. Why not start out by switching to a nicotine product that you can feel good about? Listen, we all have friends who smoke, okay? I have a friend. Her name is Dana. She smokes, okay? But you know what? Now that she, I've told her about Lucy, she enjoys an alternative way of enjoying nicotine. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So if you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy Proxa at Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co and use the promo code TINFOIL at checkout. Okay. I also have to read this disclaimer. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is addictive. Remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit Lucy.co and use the make sure to use the promo code TINFOIL. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at sterlingstockpicker.com. Listen, these are turbulent financial times, to say the least. The key to getting your money to work for you at times like this is to have solid financial advice. Our good friends over at Sterling Stock Picker know what's up and have created software for you to find winning stocks in crypto, even if you are new to investing. Hey, let's face it. Stocks are on sale, and it's time to start buying shares of companies that are undervalued. It's time to get your money to start working for you instead of you working so hard for it. Did you know the elites line each other's pockets using their company stocks? The key is to figure out which stock to buy and start racking in profits. Sterling Stock Picker shows you when to buy, sell, hold, or avoid, okay? I love it. 
It's a, you know, I've talked to these guys. We've uh, had conversations. They are in line with Tim Fall Hat's values, okay? And if you look at the, the, at the interface that you actually will be using when you're using Sterling Stock Figure, it's really easy to understand. They explain everything point by point. It, it's perfect if, if you just kind of want to dip your toes in or if you're somebody who's really advanced at stock trading. It, it's really a great service. So let's face it, you work hard for your money. Don't you think it's time you start getting your money to work hard for you? The stock market has been around for 120 years. More millionaires are made from investing stocks than any other asset class. Sterling Stock Picker was created to help you get better returns than mutual funds and start investing in stocks that are crushing it during this pandemic. The software is truly unique. I like that you can be a brand new investor and find winning stocks in three clicks. There's even weekly live streams by the founder who shares which stocks to buy and what to sell so you'll always be in the know this is what i want you to do head over to sterlingstockpicker.com slash tinfoil hat and grab your full free 14 day trial that's sterling s-t-e-r-l-i-n-g stockpicker.com slash tinfoil hat you'll be glad you did and you said it, it appeared right after your sister like he was trying to grab your sister or something you said well, I mean, we're, they were just out there playing in the, you know, in the uh, around the laundry room downstairs. It was like a, you know, the whole room was like a, I don't know, like a downstairs living room in a sense, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the laundry room was, you know, along that back wall, and uh, and and that's it. It was just kind of like playing around right by that door you know as an adult now who's you know had other experiences and educated you know you've educated yourself about the paranormal what what do you what do you think was going on there what do you think the motivations of that entity were yeah do, do you know what type of demon that is it was uh you know i don't know what you know what demon it was specifically but it was uh it was obviously to me knowing what i what I believe and what I know now, uh, these are all sorts of uh, demonic kind of um, uh, displays. And, uh, you know, they, they, they want to freak you out. They want to blow your mind and they want to, you know, they, they want to put on a show. And it was just some, what I believe today, some demon wanting to put on a show. That's just crazy. Some people think that's what UFOs are, right? Demons? Yeah. Demons I mean, well, I was listening to your show um, with Lindsay. Yeah. And I was really in agreement with her on um, on the point where you're talking about like uh, the UFOs where like they're entities because these entities can become uh, anything that they they want. They can shift shape. They can look like your grandmother, your dead relatives, your grandmother, and they can even take shapes of like these objects. So I believe like what we're seeing in these skies here uh, is all a, a, a display of uh, the demonic, you know, it's a demonic fireworks show, if you will, you know? And so I believe that these things can create and become and, and transform or form themselves into anything. Uh, so what we believe, I think what we think are, are UFOs are actually, uh, are, are demonic manifestations to, uh, confuse and to, um, uh, basically, uh, just blow your mind, you know? I, that my pastor in, in in childhood thought that he I remember the, the, that's yeah, just yeah. all mind games. Yeah, there's some well, there's some biblical basis for it too about the 
them being able to manifest its light or something. I can't remember the Yeah. The well, yeah, with the verse, scripture but. they're talking about is that the devil himself transforms himself into an angel of light. And and so it makes uh, so his ministers are able to do the, you know, the same same thing. And it was actually talking about like false preachers and teachers too. But if the um but if this these entities can transform themselves um into angels of light it's a scary thing when you actually kind of like peel away the onion and you think about that that means that these most evil nefarious highly intellectual powerful beings that have no good intent for humanity for me or for you um actually can masquerade in the most um the most good looking or the most uh innocent of looking things, uh, but you think that it's actually, you know, like a real, like a real good angel or something really good. Oh um, yeah. What's the test then? What, I call what? that Vegas chicks. They're like <laughs> incredibly good looking, and they got some darkness on the inside. Yeah, yeah, right? no, that's true, that's man. It's, you go, it's you're like, point, oh my god, man. you're so hot, and and you yeah. are shady as yes. hell. Yes, I mean it's that's the basic principle, you know. Is there, is you there could, a litmus test for for sussing out these? Well, you, uh, you got me thinking now. Based on this conversation, I just think you should always do stranger danger with everything and anything you meet at any time. But you could also, I mean, if you're if you're too skeptical, you could miss a, a genuine opportunity, right? To to. I don't Dude, if, if they can turn into UFOs, what else can they turn into? Yeah, I mean, well, they can anything. turn into everything. Yeah, they can turn into everything, and you know, and it's like when people say they, um, you know, they they see their dead grandparents or their you know deceased children came to them and uh, things of that nature. Listen, they know who your relatives are. Right. They know what their speech pattern was. They know what they smelled like. They know what they wore and, or, and, you know, and they wear. So they can they can be. So when people say that they they go to some necromancer or somebody who conjures the dead or whatever like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, your grandmother's coming through and, you know, this and that. It's like, no, man, it's like you're you're consorting with demons and you're tampering with very evil things. And your yeah. your life at some point is going to be destroyed. Dude. So. Why do people want to talk to the dead, dog? I don't get it, man. No, thank you. Uh, okay. yeah, we, exactly. I, I mean, if I, yeah, if I lost someone especially close to me, I could see that. I haven't, you know, yet. But if I, I mean, if I lost a, you know, a parent, because you can't or, love Johnny, is that why you haven't lost a loved one like that? <laughs> yeah, well, you're yeah, incapable. Yeah. Possibly, quite possibly. <laughs> but you know, if I mean, I lost someone in my immediate family, I could see. Like I you, mean, I, you, I could see. I get. I can relate to that desire. You can't. I don't know. No. Not the like Ouija if, board, I'm no. No, nope. but if like someone, you know, someone. Okay. Nope. All right. Nope. I have zero desire to be like, let me but know it, how they're doing. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. I just want nothing yeah, to do with it. I can absolutely relate to that. And I'll see my. I wouldn't do side. it. I wouldn't seek it out, you know, but I, I can relate to the impulse. Dude, when I see a Ouija board busted out, that's, that. that's the bad that. signal to get the fuck out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right. Time, okay, guys. Right. It's a, it's, I know it's only 7 p.m., but ooh, past my bedtime. Yeah, you go to bed. That's on. You're right. Um, no, you're right. So let's get into this first documented eyewitness case of demonic possession. Because when you brought it up earlier, I was just thinking about like, Man, imagine being like a goth chick in like the 1600s. Like you had no chance, right? You had like no chance. 
I mean, dude, they would just like, okay, we got, so we're going to see if you're a demon. We're going to drown you. And if you live, you're a demon. You know, it's like, yeah. what? Yeah. Why it can't we just sense, get to, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just agree I'm a demon, but we don't even have CPR. I mean, you're dead. We can't yeah, bring you're you back. Gone. Right. You're gone. And, and basically, if they did these, these witch hunts today, literally half of TikTok would be gone. <laughs> Half of TikTok is just goth chicks like trying to scare their parents. That's all TikTok is. Yeah, that's true. Right? You know, back then they had a, a guy called the Witch Master General. Are you serious? That is a cool yeah. name, dude. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Talk about a bankable name. This guy nailed it. I'm going to be the Witch Master General. So he's, he self proclaims his name as the Witch Master General, and his job was to go around. And detecting witches. And oh, he detected dude, how much ass could you oh, get? Oh, you don't bow me, you're a witch? Yeah, for yeah, sure. He detected thousands of them. Yeah, my divining rod here can tell any witch. Yeah, I don't know how many were real, but you know, dude, thousands that, died yeah. because, of it, because of them. Yeah, it is, it is crazy. It is crazy to think about like what, what people were put through way back in the day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, just think about this, dude. Just think about what we went through with this COVID stuff and how people, like the comedy store tried to run shows. People calling the health department, telling them they're running shows, yeah. right? I mean, people just snitching. Oh, hey, put on your mask. Now just let's go back uh, 200 years. And now everyone's like, oh, dude, I saw, dude, you're a total demon. I saw you like blink your eyes like <laughs> counterclockwise. Yeah. And I know that yeah. you're a demon. Dude, everyone's yeah. getting called out. It was, yeah. Well, we all wonder how Nazism actually happened. And we actually, we, we witnessed it firsthand. No, you're totally right, man. People can get, people can say whatever they want about that analogy, but it was 100% true. We had people snitching on people. It was yes. very interesting because, um, <clears throat> I, I forget what state it was, but they they had they accidentally put out the names and numbers of everybody who had called on their neighbors, and oh, people wow. started freaking <laughs> out, right? <laughs> wow! And, and just think about that. Oh, dude, they're having a party, and like how quickly yeah. people are to yeah. do that to people. Well, I mean, you yeah. don't you don't think back then people were snitching on each other like, hey, that girl's a witch. I yeah. see her That's at night. Literally yeah. what no, 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 no. I I I know that, but but think about how like it was still wasn't the same. What do you mean? As in, there was no social media. Right. So you legit had to go, th and there was no explaining to like how they really did it. Like now, he's got COVID and the test was fake. Back yeah. then, it was like you couldn't believe, you couldn't test it yourself. You got to kill yourself. Yeah. I it don't know. Yeah. It just sounds <laughs> fucking weird. I agree with that. It was definitely weird. Uh, I mean, I mean, we just go through just like the the uh, uh, the when there was uh, no internet versus when there are, there is internet and the permanent record and the like because you have the scarlet letter. That's the only thing they had. They get they put a little done. scarlet letter on you, and that was it. You walked around, and that was like your social media little badge. Yeah, that's true. That, that was your check mark. Your blue check mark was a scarlet letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they branded your face. Oh my god, dude. Now we do that for free. We pay to do yeah, that. What, so isn't that yeah. crazy? We're like, yeah, yeah, just put a tattoo all of my family. Yeah, yeah. So they they had, you know, it wasn't so much like, you know, walking around with a W for a witch or anything, but like people who committed crimes, they did all kinds of, they would brand them for for, thie for thievery, and then they just kind of brand a T 
tea on someone's face or their hand. And, and so they, they did crazy stuff like, like social credit you know, score. Yeah. That's really literally is. the first social credit <laughs> score is, yeah. was right there was getting a big L branded on your face. Right. Right. That's yeah. crazy. So uh, take us through this case. Uh, yeah. What, what happened in this case that makes it the first documented eyewitness case uh, the, so I'm just assuming this is the first time it was recorded, right? I mean, like, yeah. I, we have to this believe is, that yeah. happened before. It's the first time it was recorded. Right. This was the first fully documented eyewitness case uh, in American history. And um, <clears throat> so what had happened, the the interesting thing about this case, well, there are other, there are other cases and things of that nature, I'm sure. Uh, but this was the first time anyone really kind of sat down and jot down things that were actually happening. So this case actually took place between um, uh, the town minister of Massachusetts at the time in 1671 and uh, and his his new housemaid who was actually also a congregant uh, of the of the church at the time. Now, you got to understand these people live in the woods. This is not like, you know, wide Boston or whatever. These people were this was a tight knit thing in the middle of a woods. It was a wilderness town. Um, and so um, for some reason, uh, her father, the girl's father um, had had contractually or, you know, had her. Uh, live as a servant as at uh, the minister's house. His name was Sammy Willard. And so what happened is a couple um, sometime uh, short time into her stay there, she started exhibiting some very, very strange uh, signs. Uh, so it, it, it struck Samuel Willard as quite odd. And so what he did, and this is the interesting thing about this case is that for 90 days, he wrote down a blow by blow in a journal and he just started journaling everything that was happening with this girl, how, you know, how he responded, how they reacted, how they were trying to, to help. So he gave a, a 90 day journal blow by blow of what was happening in his house wow. and, and to his family. And it's what, amazing. What were some and of the things that stood out? Um, it was, well, it was, it was absolutely dreadful. So one of the first things that had happened, she tried to commit suicide by, by walking into the fireplace. And so it was like, you know, so she was like, you know, this girl was under some really demonic, heavy demonic um, assault. So they caught her trying to uh, first, she would fall to the ground with um, um, the seizures convulsions. And then you can think about it as like, maybe it was a medical thing or a thing like that. But as the story progresses, you're like, Oh shit, there's really some really sh evil shit happening here to this girl. And um, so one of the incidences, it starts off as like um, a seizure. She starts, um, it starts with some seizures kind of throwing, getting thrown to the floor and a forcible, a forcible seizure um, and, and times she would break out into this, uh, what he's, what Samuel called in moderate and extravagant laughter. So it's like, she would start off, like it would start off small like that. And then it would go to these seizures and then it would go to her trying to, um, kill herself in the fire, Jeez. um, numerous times. And then there was a lot of seizures moments where she was frozen for days, Damn. days. What? 
days. Yes. Days. And then she'd come out of the stupor, like, you know, um, and she knew everything that was going on. She said she was very, she was conscious. She knew what was happening all around her. Um, and so, uh, and then she would finally kind of come out of this, uh, this, these events and, you know, and he was trying to figure out, you know, what is going on here and why is this happening to this girl? Because these, these things started getting very, very severe. And, um, you know, the things that were lasting for days, I mean, she would bark for an animal, like an animal, like a dog, uh, for days, days. And her voice would never tire. That is crazy, dude. Um, here's a, a theory. They've, they've said that the Salem trials had a, something to do with Aragot. The, the, or I think that's the yeah, the that, grain, the wheat, the, the wheat that got. That if you eat that, it makes you hallucinate. Not saying that this is any of that, but do you think the Salem trials had anything to do with it being a poison, or you think that's just all theory because they're trying to hide the demon possessions or witchcraft? I mean, I think there was a lot of things going on. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. No, no, go on, go on. I'd love to hear your opinion. Oh Long yeah, no, I think there was a lot of things happening at one time at Salem. I think that uh, the initial kickoff for Salem was that the minister's kids um, had some sort of um, incident or attack um, I, I, that I do believe that was a legitimate things where they were like coughing up. I think they were like coughing up pins and things of that nature. Um, so I think there was like a real incident that happened with these, the, the minister's children there at, at Salem. Um, and then what happened was um, there was an element of, of land uh, rights and, and, and things of that nature where people's farms were up against other people's farms and they wanted that land. So they accused that person of being a witch. So there was historically there is kind of, there is stuff, um, on the records about that. But historically, I think that, you know, um, people were killed innocently. I think Giles Corey was, he was one, not one that was hanged, but he was actually, um, under the, they put him under rocks. They, they kept stacking rocks on the guy. Oh my God. Yeah. Until he, and, and he wouldn't confess because he wasn't guilty. Yeah. That guy, so, well, what is his name? He, he's, he's Giles, Giles Corey. Yeah. Giles Corey. Right. Giles that's, Corey. Yeah. He's, that's and, the, the crucible. And then there were, and then there were other people like Rebecca nurse. She was like an eight. She was like a really old, she was an old lady. I think she was in her seventies, maybe even eighties. I can't, I, I can't remember at the time, but, and she was a godly God fearing woman. And so, and her defense is like, she don't even know what's going on here. She's and her defense is like, I'm a godly woman. I'm a, I don't understand what's going on here. And they, they hung her as a witch, you know, it's so, unbelievable. So there was a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, that happened where, you know, was there a real witch somewhere? Was there a, probably, you know, but it wasn't everybody. It's and it's just like, just think about how like snarky and like beta, you know, uh, passive aggressive people are. And just to deal with that and how easily you could just accuse somebody of this. And then yeah, that's crazy. Them not coming up. Them drowning and just be like, oh, so, my bad. I guess I was wrong. Oh, I'm not swatting. Yeah, yeah. Swatting. It's no different than swatting. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You're totally right, dude. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. But the, the in- go, ahead, go, ahead, no, go on, go on. 
You know, the very interesting thing about this, about the Salem witch trials is that the character that I'm talking about in the book, Sammy Willard, he was actually involved with the witch trials because of this case um, that I talk about in the book. So he was called on and he was um, he was revolutionary at the time because he was he was he was very, very moderate because he was like he was trying every way possible uh, to outrule everything. They were trying to add spectral spectral evidence, meaning that somebody's spirit can come up. Uh, someone's spirit came into their bedroom and they started, you know, um, you, you know, threatening me and pinching me and kicking me and, you know, trying to get me to serve the devil and everything. Um, but what, what? Samuel Willard um in this book, he he's he's very moderate and he's trying everything he can um, to stop the witch trials. So, so that went to trial. Someone said they were possessed and they tried to kill someone. And that went to trial. Like that was like a defense in a way. Um, well, yeah. I mean, they started accusing people of you know. I saw I saw the specter of so and so in my bedroom. Oh, yeah, dude. People use that stuff all the time. I mean, yeah. today it's like, oh, I'm mentally incapable of yeah. of being in charge of my actions. I mean, right. we see that all the time. Man, right. how many guys you think just wanted a divorce and was like, couldn't get it, so they said <laughs> their their wife was possessed. And they're just like, this shit's a witch. <laughs> You're like, what? I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it happened. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. I mean, and the the history uh, behind this stuff is is very um, uh, it's amazing. It's it's there's a sadness to it, and but there's characters in there that they were just really products of their time. You know, these people weren't stupid. Samuel Willard was not a stupid man. In fact, he was hard Harvard educated. Um, and the people around them at the time, the ministers themselves, uh, these were the rock stars of the day. Um, and they had unbelievable power, yeah. um, um, meaning that the, the courts themselves uh, and the law lawyers themselves or law had had them in on on their meetings to to kind of see, like, well, what do you th- what do you think here? And what you know, what's what what direction do you think this should go? You know, so they they held and wielded a lot of power in the community. Uh, and they were not dumb, you know, dumb hicks in the woods by any means. In fact, um, there was a, a minister by the name of uh, Increase Mather, in fact, at that time. And he was um, he was a minister at Boston. Well, when he died, they mourned for like over a month. What? Uh, what was his name? Increase Mather? That's Increase Mather. Name. Oh Mather, I thought Increase that was Mather. He was the father of Cotton Mather, who was actually uh on the the one of the judges in the trials. It was Sewell oh, uh and God. Cotton Mather. And uh and so, but these were the people on the board, and I and I th- really think that they are just products of their time, and they thought that the, what they were doing was the best for the uh for the community because what it was was at that early period they really wanted to settle um this land as a uh for the glory of God, and this is the this is the this is the foundation of America that we're talking about here. So these people that came over from from England. They came over um, to the because they were they were under persecution 
from uh, from the queen and uh, the Catholic Church. And so when they came over, they wanted to settle a land to make it a, a, um, a what they said is a, a beacon on a hill um, and a, a, a glorious of uh, a, a land for the glory of God like the earth has never seen. And so under that backdrop, these people were doing uh, and operating under that backdrop as to really um, really trying to do the best for for the land. So it's like again, these guys were not done. They were products of their of their time. But under that backdrop, they may have made you know some really hard decisions because they were trying to do the best they can. Yeah, I mean, we see that today. We see poor people being prosecuted for crimes they didn't commit, right? Because it's the heat of the, it's the uh, the, the pulse of the times, right? Right? right. And, like people just, I mean, like I don't know what you guys think of uh, to make a murderer, but man, I mean, that guy is just like when uh, when a certain area wants has a fucking has you under the scope bro it's almost impossible it didn't ha- it didn't just happen to him once it happened to him twice yeah or when you get a family reputation you know like oh they're just no good you know well, yeah i mean like mm-hmm. dude have you mm-hmm. ever seen a breakdown of that family like everybody's registered sex offenders in that whole <sighs> junkyard dude wow. it's like super uncomfortable but uh so so you see this stuff and it just it just because it's like what what's really happening right now with like Everything with like trust the science, trust the science. It's trust the religion, the religious people. They they are extension of God. They right. you know you can't question them. That all they want to do is good. And you're like, well, yeah, they're human that. beings. What what you know they have their own faults. Nobody's perfect. What mm-hmm. are they trying to do? Clout, money, women. They these guys would love to be rock stars with the ladies who wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, and it's. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is, man. It's it, it's it's why I'm anti-capital punishment in an idealistic world. Yeah, man, you commit a crime like that, you should go to jail. I mean, you should be put to death. You take a life, you you get put to death. But unfortunately, we live in a world where juries bring their own bullshit and prosecutors want to have the better record so they can run. And you can you get convictions of um people who uh, are innocent and i'd rather have a million guilty guys get life in prison than one innocent guy be put to death and that's yeah. so that's why i Absolutely. in this reality i am anti uh capital punishment what um, about like those mass shooters like shit like examples like that do you really think we should put any tax money effort into even feeding them uh, well it's actually cheaper to keep them alive over time because all yeah. of the uh trial all the um and mo- they spend so much time on death row anyway most yeah, of them you I mean. might as well just keep them alive i i don't care i mean like yeah i'd rather have people stay alive because i don't want an innocent guy to be put to death that's my opinion and we we see it i mean i i i make donations to organizations that try to get innocent people no, out I'm, of jail I'm, I'm, I'm super i'm talking about like there's video if six yeah, seven people type of shit where there's going to be like xg has dubbed this crime pretty obvious yeah that's exactly that? what, exactly what i'm talking about where it's like super obvious no i, I just i mean <laughs> I, like, I know where you're coming from yeah you know so i think i would that would violate equal protection probably. yeah so and let's get into like you now is your first experience your craziest experience or was there 
more like a crazier experience than the crazy white hand uh demon <laughs> it definitely got crazier really um, oh yeah oh yeah 100 oh percent. yeah um so one of the you want to get into the uh the the first time i heard the voice of evil yes Oh, that'd be yes. Uh, yeah. So when did you meet Hillary Clinton? <laughs> yeah, we've yeah, met her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A, a true witch, by the way. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> Interesting. so uh, the story goes is this is a, um, I, I, when I first became uh, a believer in God and in Jesus Christ, I, um, I knew absolutely nothing about prayer. I knew absolutely nothing about God. I knew absolutely nothing about Jesus. I knew nothing about, I knew nothing about nothing. Right. And, um, and so I decided one of the first times, like I've actually decided to, to, to pray. Um, I knew nothing about, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what I should say. I had no idea. Right. So it was like my very, very first time ever like praying. Right. And, um, and so, uh, I guess my prayer was sort of like, I don't even know what to say kind of prayer. Right. And then I'm kind of there. I'm like, I was actually uh, on my, my knees and I feel this presence come into the room and it's really dark and it's really, uh, an evil, an evil thing. And I, and I, and I feel it come up behind me behind my right ear and, and I know something's there, but I don't want to look back. And I just feel it kind of like hovering there. So I scrunch my shoulders to kind of like, you know, get out of here kind of thing. And, uh, and so, and then I, I heard the voice speak right directly into my ear. It says, you might've uh, gone to God, but uh, you belong to me. I'm never going to let you go. Uh, you're mine. Damn dude. Clear as day. Clear as I'm talking to you. What was the voice? What were the what were the quality of the voice? Like, yeah, how was, would you describe the voice? Or? Yes, no, and this is and this is the funny part. Like, you would think that evil sounds like a horse and gravelly monster, right? Um, it wasn't the case. It actually sounded very regal, royal, um, like very princely. Oh, interesting. And, and very calm, silvery, accented, in accented and, in voice. No, 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 straight up. You know, straight up English, you know, um, and um, uh, but underneath that smooth and it was smooth and silvery and but underneath that smooth silvery tone, you can sense this cunning evil. Would you say you, James you, Earl Jones type voice like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't Vader. No, it wasn't Vader. It was very, very. Uh, smooth and baritone in a sense. Um, and it was very, very, um, uh, there was a regal quality to it, Interesting. Like a royal quality to it. Um, um, so when, when the, when the Bible describes like Satan as uh, the prince of the power of the air or the God of this age, right. There's a, there's a royalty that this being has. And yeah. so that's consistent I, with everything we've heard about these evil. Remember, like the throne room thing where they go in and encounter an entity that's, you know, very much uh, well put together, yeah. or, you know, well dressed. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's, that's yeah. consistent with everything we've heard. That's so interesting. Well, right. I mean, you're and, not going to listen to a sloppy demon. Well, right? no, but, but there's another <laughs> you could imagine it being done by intimidation. Right. You know what I mean? Like something that's like just damn scary. 
but this is yeah. kind of scary but also you know like persuasive i guess is yeah i mean it's like it's very persuasive yeah yeah you got to be able to basically these demons got to be able to manipulate you right through like i'm just, sure yeah i'm sure you, they use a different voice for females it's like the drug dealer getting you hooked you know what i mean yeah like, hey, for bro, sure no 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 man yeah. well, the oxys are free you know like, yeah, <laughs> enjoy that we'll i mean up. i get that dude yeah i i i could totally I mean, I don't see fat demons getting anything done. I really got to be honest with you. Like, I don't see them fat. <laughs> like out of shape, sloppy. No. Hasn't shaved in a couple millennium. You know, it's like, no, dude, I don't see that. I see, you got to be good looking. So it said that to you and it touched you. And then what happened after that? Did you just like um, freak well, out? There, Did you pray harder? Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's first of all, like, it's very persuasive. You actually believe it. Because there's a there's a power in it in, in its you know in its in its being there's a power there to speak into like your your life and your spirit right into into you and so for a second you you sit there and you think like oh shit maybe um, I'm uh, maybe I'm never gonna get let go here you know and then for a second you believe it because it's very very persuasive and cunning. You know, it's like a siren in a sense, right? It's like that, the song of the siren, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people just jump off the the boat trying to get to these voices. So it's like there's this power behind that voice. Had you and done anything instant, to court this uh, interaction with uh, the demonic? Like, uh, had you had you had you dabbled uh, in in uh, the no, dark arts? What would ha- no. Well, what happens is the reason why I believe this happened was because I had become a believer in Jesus Christ. And what happens when you do that, you put a target on your back. Oh, interesting. You basic- yeah. So you basically, you, you switch sides. So what happens is, is like, you know, you, you don't know you, you're under uh, the influence of an enemy or a demon or satanic principles or, uh, or satanic ideologies you don't know that until you come to Jesus Christ and he kind of like pulls the, the, uh, the veil from your eyes. Right. And then once you switch teams from like, you know, from evil to the greatest good in the universe, well, now you have an enemy against you. And this is why these attacks happen uh, is to, uh, is to really just kind of, um, uh, frustrate harass and stop the the work that's being the the that's being done in you and the work that you're able to actually do uh for the kingdom of god so that is your uh that's your belief on why you're being targeted and yeah and have you have you been bombarded with kind of contacts from these demons it's like when you change your address you know and you get all those mailers like the first yeah. week after you change your address oh really what... that happens a lot really oh, you, yeah, never you change your... oh dude you get slammed like with like free pizza uh, here's bed bath and beyond 40 percent off dude they send me so much mail when i just changed my address to move uh, a couple months yeah ago. i've always thought bed bath and beyond <laughs> the beyond is demonic for sure that's, so that's what yeah. you're doing that's you're, the you're dark changing, realm you're changing you spiritual there. addresses yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's, the, it's a good point you're changing spiritual addresses for yeah. Sure, yeah i get that do you get attacked in your dreams i have one of my yeah. friends says he gets attacked in his dreams all the time and yeah all the time yeah all the time yeah yeah uh, and you know there's a you know the, the and the book goes into you know great detail on some of like the um basically the really big you know the wow factor you know attacks but then there's um there's always subtle there's always subtle attacks nighttime attacks 
Uh, in the book, I talk about um, midnight, you know, like nighttime strangulations and chokings oh, and bitings. What? And, yeah. Yeah. Voices, evil whisperings. That sounds like a succubus. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, yeah, there's a story of a succubus in there, too, as well. And um, and so the, the reason why I actually uh, wrote the book and what had happened was um, I was going through a, um, a season or a time where I was getting attacked like nightly. Whoa. And, yeah. And it was happening nightly. And um, at the time, I was a, a prayer leader for a church that I, I go to, um, an intercessory prayer leader. And so, um, and we gathered on Thursday nights. And so, um, and this thing was happening as I was going through like, you know, um, evil whisperings, midnight strangulations with like oh. iron hands you know, suck the life out of you. You can't breathe. You can't, what? you know, you feel like you're going to die. Yeah. And yeah. so um, at the end we gather in a circle and we just kind of like pray over people's needs or whatever. And I said, uh, uh, and just by chance, I was like, Hey, is, is anybody uh, experiencing any nighttime assaults, any attacks in their sleep? And then one by one, these hands started to go up. Right. And it was 13 in all. And so, and that's when I realized like, wow, all these people are under assault. Right. And then I thought afterwards, I saw, I was like, well, well, how many other people are under assault and they don't, they don't know they're unguarded. They're on, they're on, you know, they're uneducated and they're they're They don't know what this is. And so in that, that was the backdrop of writing demons among us was to really kind of um, wake people up to and alert people to the evil that's happening all around you. And to you, you might not even know that it's evil. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. You got ghosts out there choking chicks, right? And they're all into choking, so they don't even know they're possessed. They're just enjoying that. It's like crazy. It's so yeah. nuts to me that this. So you get. So you became religious. Uh, you you are you are in. Uh, you you consider yourself Christian. Yes. Uh, now uh, uh, across like many different disciplines, I don't know if you've uh, religious disciplines. Uh, I don't know if Islam believes in demons or. If, if Judaism, what their take is the jinn, right? In Islam, jinn, do yeah. but yeah, I think what, it's the jinn in Islam. I think that there's um, a demon uh, in every kind of religion, and the reason why I, I think that is because a demons are real and they're out. They exist outside of the realm of religion. And and do like do the Jews say I, I believe in that that Jesus is the way to get rid of these demons? Well, I mean, well, um, some do. Those are called Messianic Jews. Those are Jews who believe in Jesus. Uh, and then there's there's Jews who don't believe in Jesus. I don't know they're waiting for another Messiah. I don't know who they're waiting for. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, there is... Um, I'm trying to think in the in the Old Testament uh, where we, you know where there's demon activity. I guess uh, the demonic activity at the time of of Noah was Nephilim, uh, and that was and, and that was what that was 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 uh, demonic beings coming down and having sex with the women and uh, impregnating them and creating uh, uh, basically a a halfling race, and these became giants known as Nephilim. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
100%. And we see that story across all cultures, interdimensional mm. beings coming and mating with American mm -hmm. women. With mm -hmm. women, <laughs> we, all know, <laughs> we all know women love bad <laughs> yeah. boys, so that's what right. that, yeah. that, Nothing's better than a low-frequency demon, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So, so wow, it's just super interesting that that we kind of look at our culture today and we see like a lot of darkness, a lot of dark energy being put out, and we we and like especially in like our kids, like music i don't think they realize what they're singing and it's like it's chanting and chanting and chanting uh over and over again like very demonic stuff what are your what are your thoughts of but kind of I, like culture right now i i before he says i don't think kids are getting scared as much as they were before like when i was a kid i was scared when the exorcist came out six cents these kids don't they're, they're scared but they're they're not it's like not, i mean it's well, is that a good thing be, or a bad thing? I don't know. It's meant to be scary. That's meant to entice and, and to make you want well, to sing. Well, he's talking about horror films. Yeah, like, like horror films. I'm so. talking about uh, uh, the, the Music, darkness right? yeah. that is being pushed. Like these, these happy beats, these up-tempo beats, but they're singing about, you know, like crashing the car. Yeah, and, you know, all this. Oh, like that one song families. you were talking about. It's, well, there's a lot of them that are just like super dark. If you and that's just not new. I mean, if you go back to a, uh, there's some Pat Benatar songs that you're like, what are you talking about? That's Pat pretty Benatar? much all the Pat Benatar songs. It's like, you're like, you? why are you no, singing you. about kids and all the nastiness oh, really? and stuff? What's your thoughts on that, Mr. Yeah, I have uh, well, I have a lot of thoughts on that Let's because let me let me just tell you. Um, I don't know how much you know about Lucifer or Satan. Uh, um, I've heard of him before. He, My they, they recognize the name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, before his fall in heaven, before he was cast out uh, of heaven, um, what, he led a rebellion against God because he wanted to overtake the throne of God, right? So there was a rebellion in heaven. And for that rebellion, um, he was kicked out of heaven but what his role was or one of his roles was um is that he was thought to be the music minister of all of heaven the music and minister the music minister that's of crazy all of heaven. right so yeah, and the DJ. reason why we uh people believe this is because um now let me first let me dispel like a myth okay the devil is not running around in red tights with a pitchfork <laughs> he's not in hell um, that's going to be his sentence, his jail sentence, his death sentence. Um, uh, so he's not ruling hell. He's not a red man in pitch in, in, in tights. Um, and he's not a horned monster, right? He was the most beautiful being God had ever created. The most beautiful. And what the Bible says is that um, this being was formed with all kinds of jewels, diamond, gold, beryl, turquoise, uh, ruby, sapphire, everything of all these shimmering jewels were built into his body. Wow. So he was, he was this shimmering. So, and in the light of God, all these jewels would shimmer and flash. In fact, that's why they called him light bearer. White bear was light, his name. Light, 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 light bear. Okay, light I bear. Like this. And so, um, and so, and inside his, along with all of these jewels built into his into his form, were musical instruments. It says he was it was with pipes 
and timbrels, meaning these are musical instruments. So when, when, when Lucifer moved, he was music. So he didn't create music. He was music. And, and so what you have now is this fallen being who is the master of music, a heavenly maestro and all of heaven sang sang the devil songs, by the way. So when, so when, um, so when Lucifer fell and was cast out of heaven, um, he basically, his name was changed to, uh, to Satan. Lucifer was his name. Satan is a title. It means deceiver adversary. And so, um, so now what you have is this being who rules, um, very musical, <laughs> who exists in the world, who I believe influences, uh, the music. I, I, it sounds to me like he's the original DJ, right? He's a rock star. Yeah. yeah. And that he was just DJing in heaven and just got really cocky and, uh, Got dealt with, you know. It's it's yes, super exactly interesting. It. That 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 whole it's like such an interesting dynamic of who Lucifer was and is, and what yeah. what it says in the Bible and what it actually represents. There's many yeah. people who have different thoughts on that, but there's definitely like there's definitely dark energy at work, dark entities all around us, yes. and you know Hollywood loves to tell us about you know how how things actually work. And, you know, there's a scene in the movie Lost Boys, which I can't believe they haven't remade. And it's basically where the head vampire has to be let in. And I think that's a big thing with uh, a lot of these dark entities. Like, you have to let them in. And that could be part of the quote-unquote selling of your soul is to be that you let these entities in and they change your frequency. And because of that change frequency, you attract certain people. And you may actually attract very successful people in this Babylonian uh, Hollywood system that are also you know, putting out the same energy and, you know, and who you attract and all, you know, energies attract each other and certain yeah, energies you, attract certain people. Yeah. I mean, you definitely would. Um, there are many ways for them to be like allowed in now someone under the, the influence and, and say like uh, under demonic influence or whatever. And, and you say, and they, and you say to them, say, if you want to uh, drive it out, and the demon would say, well, I belong here. This is, this is my home. I was allowed in, right? And there are many ways for it to be allowed in. And we talk about how, how they get in is through occultic practices. They get in through, um, you know, Ouija's and tarots and, um, you know, conjuring the dead and spells. And, and so these are all kind of like inroads into an individual's life and spirit. Um, and it also, you, they come in through like trauma, um, and, and, and many other, many other roads that they, they can use to like infiltrate your, your life. Like I talk in the book about, uh, spirits that people don't even realize that they are under spirits, like there's spirits of suicide. There's spirits of, uh, depression and spirits of fear. Um, and so I talk about these various spirits in the book because people might be under these influences and not even know it. 
I didn't think Terra was like an opening to like a realm. Yeah, it's the occultic practices. They're all like one tree. Yeah, you know, they're all branches to one tree. Real think, common too. The whole terror there everywhere. And, I think mm. you know, there's a lot of people who have different views on all this. Some people, some people think that terror is part of astrology. That's very deep, ancient philosophies. You know, some people think sa- Satan is just a play off of the Saturn worshiping, which is black cube darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, again, mm-hmm. I, I think God is uh, all powerful. I, I have a real, uh, I, I try to connect with God all the time. Uh, I, 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 I like Jesus. Uh, I do. I am a G- I'm a Jesus good. guy. I'm a Jesus That's guy. Good. That's good. What Jesus was. I mean, this is like the- him. Don't love him, huh? Okay. I love him. Okay. What do I got to do? I- Get it on the record, man. You I want, just need- put it on the record, Johnny. I later. love Jesus. You might need this later. Okay. I don't. Saying. Why? In the judgment, you know, you want to be on the record saying you love Jesus. I. It's on the record, Johnny. Are you on the record? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're on the oh, record. Jesus. I've never heard you talk about. I've been Jesus. baptized. Johnny loves Jesus. Johnny loves Jesus. I was dunked. Dude, I'm on the record. <laughs> half of half of XG's family's named Jesus. Okay, yeah, I'm good. so I'm covered, dude. I mean it's all working out <laughs> yeah, there. I'm covered. Um, I don't have to love them like them. I have. They're in yeah, my I'm family. Related to <laughs> I'm related to them. Um, I do. I I think <laughs> I think. Um, I I just feel that like there there are entities of light, entities of darkness, and people. Uh, there's so much. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think these computers have darkness to them. And what they represent. Yours certainly does. Okay, Johnny. That's very rude. I thought we were friends. Um, sure. It's a Christian podcast. This is a, you know. It's and a tool. We've, a had, tool. we've had guests on who talk about what the computer represents. What does AI represent? A lot of think, people think AI represents the devil and mm. trying to get all that out. And like, you know, what? Well, you know, you hear Google, like Google's talk to the old ones and all these entities that like, hey, I, every day I get somebody, hey, dude, they're turning CERN back on July 5th. I'm like, what do you guys, what do you guys send me an I- invite to this whole thing? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, yeah, and, no. that creepy video, that woman, right? Like, we're going to put more energy in this thing than we ever have. Get yeah, ready. So <laughs> creepy, dude. And the 666 with that and everything. And it's just... There's, it's so multi-layer. I don't have the answer. I don't know the answer to everything. I just know when I do certain things, my life goes better. When I help others, I give to others. I, uh, I, um, I, I watch the words that I put out. I'm very, very conscious of what I'm saying and what I'm speaking into the universe. I control. Uh, I, I love thy neighbor, I, and I, I do it with discipline. These are the things that help me be a better person and stay into the light instead of going into the darkness. Now, I personally think that the, that we all have a darkness with us and I think I think people think they can just get rid of their darkness. I think you're I think I personally just think darkness is a yin and yang of all of us that we it's have. original sin, right? Yeah. And uh, that's just my humble opinion, but I I, I don't know I mean, what are your thoughts on all that, Mr. I mean, I mean, well, do you, do I, you, know, are you, are you just darkness and light, yeah. strictly Christian, or is there some Christian mysticism that you look into? Because I, I think there are things that, when organized when when the when the Catholic Church came in and just super organized the religion, th- certain parts 
of Christianity were kind of pushed aside, thrown away, that make that make Christianity a lot more uh, into the supernatural, it's limited, right? They right? limited it. Yeah, they limited it. They did. And I think all that is done. I, I think that's the same thing that was done with science. Do you read that, the Apocrypha, uh, MR? Like, I mean, the Apocryphal uh, uh, text? No, um, not really. I've probably come across it. I didn't give it much time. I, I consider myself a follower of Jesus, um, uh, mainly. Uh, Christianity, to me, uh, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of foolery in it, you know. There's a, uh, you know, a lot of fakery. I um, I got what you're saying. You're not necessarily part of one discipline, but you're more yeah. of the. And I have a friend of mine that's, he's been on the show before, yeah. uh, El Dorado, um, yeah. and he, he is the same way. He says he practices the the the, the discipline. The practice of Jesus and not necessarily organized religion. So I totally yeah. re respect that and understand that. Where do you stand with exorcisms? Um, well, they're real. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, do you need a priest to take them out? All right. So, what about exorcisms? Well, first of all, well, exorcisms are real. Are real. Um, these demonic entities actually do enter. Um, a person's body in a form and they, they take over their physical, um, physical body. Um, and the question was, uh, do I, do I need a priest to cast them out? Um, and the, the answer is contrary to Hollywood and, and film and everything like that. Uh, the answer is no, you do not need a priest to cast them out. Um, in fact, it was uh, Jesus in the Bible. He says, "I give you power over, um, over, over every. Um, uh, I give you power over uh, all the power of the enemy to trample on snakes and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. I mean, the enemy being satanic forces. So, all you need to do is be a believer, and all you need to do is call on the name of Jesus Christ, and you will be able to um, cast out." Uh, these demonic things. Now, some might not go so easily, but Jesus himself said, I, I give you the authority to do this in my name. And it's a powerful, powerful thing that he's handed over to humanity to be able to do. Um, but I do not recommend people to do it if you are not a believer, because there's an episode in the Bible uh, that talks about someone who tried to do that. And it said, uh, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, Meaning, eh, we don't believe it, but Paul preaches it, so we're going to try this out. Um, well, these guys got their, is it called the Sons of Siva, Skiva? Uh, these guys got their, their, their asses torn to ribbons by demons for doing that. Um, but Jesus uh, affords us and gives us a, a real power over these dark forces and dark entities um, in his name. So interesting. So what if I, I don't believe in Jesus, I call his name? I use his name. I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. You could be. I mean, this happened in the Bible. I I believe in Jesus. <laughs> well, he says, uh, he says, Paul, uh, Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who, who the hell are you? And then they just kick their asses. Whoa! I bet you Jesus yeah. could whoop up some ass, dude. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> some He's demon. Some some demon I ass bet you man. Jesus invented Krav Maga. I That's knew this the story. was going to go He's Jewish, got, dude. Why couldn't Jesus, he kill with his yeah. hands? What's that? Why couldn't Jesus kill with his hands? Yeah. Why couldn't he go out there and just drop the hammer of the gods doesn't, on? Someone? He doesn't know. I'm sure he wanted to. 
but he was. He already said it. He was like, "I wish I can call down fire on you, motherfuckers, right now." <laughs> well, he didn't say that. But he so said, "I wish I could call down fire on you right now." I just wish but there I was can't. some like I'm on a mission. Uh, bloopers of Jesus, where he's just like <laughs> swearing and yelling at people. All right, let's take it from the top. Oh God, Thomas. Oh Jesus, I, that's not Jesus. I don't believe you, Jesus. Oh, touch the wound again. Thomas. That was Johnny that said that, not Just me. I believe in Jesus. No, that was doing Thomas. Okay. Dude, imagine Respect. blackface Respect. Jesus doubting Thomas. trying to counsel blackface Jesus. Um. So let's. Uh, <laughs> what surprised you the most about writing this book as we come to the end? What do you think? What surprised you the most? Uh, just the response, I think, was uh, staggering because, you know, when you're writing something like this, you think you're really thinking like, oh, man, they're going to think I'm absolutely batshit crazy for writing this stuff. Right. Um, but in fact, it was just the the opposite was that it, it the, the so the book goes to number one on Amazon. Um, and that was like, uh, I think, of in June, uh, last June, I think it was. I can't remember, but it went to, it did go to number one. Um, and what it did was, it was quite the opposite. It was people coming out of the woodwork and saying, well, I've had these experiences too. I've had this happen to me and I've had that, that happen to me. Um, you know, so some of the responses to this book were so absolutely, um, uh, absolutely shocking to me because, you know, when you're putting something like this together, you, you, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, and then you have someone like George Norrie say, well, it's this, this book is going to be a classic. Well, it's like, you know, wow. You, you, the, the response to this, you know, to this work has just been absolutely phenomenal and overwhelming uh, personally. And it's, you know, I have people who, who reach out to me and say, it's ch it changed my life. I, I didn't know I was going to have, um, I didn't know I was going to have a, a come to Jesus moment. Uh, I had no idea this is what was happening. Um, and, and so, so when some people the light is coming on uh, and then, and, and, in, you know, when you write a book like this, you're not making many, you know, you're, you're not making friends. So I get the other people who are like, you know, oh, you're bigoted asshole and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. So, but whatever. And um, so the, response, why would they think you're bigoted? I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm. I'm just the messenger, man. What was it like? Some social justice warrior organization defends yeah, demons. Yeah, I, I get these people from time to time, and yeah. it was just like you know, uh, he writes with this Cotton Mather-like ego, and I'm like, well, Cotton Mather was a great man. Did you have a non-binary? <laughs> did you have a non-binary demon in there? Yeah, <laughs> demons just want to be loved. They're misunderstood. They yeah. are genderless, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah they exactly. are. They are theys. Yeah, they are all genders. <laughs> there are no genders <laughs> and are, all genders. Are they genderless? It, 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 it's something like that, right, uh, Mr. The, the uh, um, masculine and feminine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly, but I know that the Bible says that there there will be no. Um, there'll be no, what was it like, um, marriage in heaven where it's like female or, or, or male. So I think that there was a masculine and a feminine, um, a feminine identity to these things. Mm. Um, and they can kind of, kind of play them for their, uh, whatever their purpose is, uh, if they're trying to deceive a woman, it'll be, you know, it might uh, be a woman. Um, but yeah, um, much of heaven is masculine. It's, it's masculine. God, the father is masculine. Yeah. Um, God created masculinity. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm opposed to, 
I'm opposed to all this stuff that's going on to, to, to lessen the masculinity that God created and given to men. Um, and so it's, everything is out. There's a, there's a demonic uh, entity out there to feminize men. And yeah, uh, you, yeah. you can read about it in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, something you uh, touched on briefly earlier that I just wanted to get back to. Uh, yeah. You mentioned Hillary was an actual uh, practicing witch. And I would love to hear uh, about that just briefly, uh, if you can. Uh, well, I'm not in there on her, uh, you know, on her, <laughs> on her things. I, I just receive things. Whoa. Tell us more. Oh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's hear it. Dude, we're all about that action. Well, when you, you, you know, when God shows you things, you know, and it's like, in, you know, you'll gain insight into people and he'll, you know, the secrets of the Lord, you know, the, the God has secrets, you know, he shares with those who, uh, you know, who seek him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. She would be. I don't, if, if it had to be anybody, it would be Hillary. How do we get on that list for the that the secret? Well, you gotta believe, Johnny. I do. I, I haven't I, been I, given any secrets. Johnny, about I've never heard you get spiritual in here, dude. Well, it's not. It's not in your business. What, my <laughs> well, dude? If you love Jesus, you should be. Telling I know, but I, I, you know, I'm not doing the talking. It's dude, like, yeah, Hillary is definitely dark arts, man. For sure. Oh yeah. They're I mean, all, you've heard it. Yeah. You, I mean, you've heard about that stuff, right? All the frazzle pop stuff. Oh right? yeah. Now you're. Oh, Johnny rolled his uh, eyes. You no, don't no, love no. Jesus. I'm just like, uh, now we're going there. Yeah, yeah like, we uh, are going, going there, deep. Johnny. Yeah. Listen. Listen, uh, I'm going to fight everybody you, right now. Is your computer possessed? What yeah, yeah, my computer is possessed. Um, who, if you had to go, who is the most possessed person out there? If you think there's a, like, real, like, dark possessions, and you don't even have to go that deep, we just want to know who you think. Whoever's handling Biden. Whoa. <laughs> who do you think that is? Some people think it's Obama. I think yeah, it could be. I don't know. Or is it Mike Obama? Could be Mike Obama. Yeah, it might be Michael Obama. I don't know. You know, hey, do you think that? Do you think that there's a lot of women in Hollywood that are actually trans? Do you think that? <laughs> uh, do I think there's women in Hollywood? With, uh, like all these famous the trans women. community is like what half a percent of the four percent of homosexual sexual yeah. uh, the LGBT America, spectrum, right? Yeah. right? It really is crazy. Um, but the people I mean, behind it's, that it's are them, yeah. So it's um, again, I, I think these are are ideologies that are birthed in um, in in demonic places. And they're driven through a society that's deceived. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you? Uh, let me ask you. This is going to be a crazy question. Do you believe in reincarnation? Uh, no, because the Bible says it's uh, appointed for man to die once and then face the judgment. Interesting. Interesting. Meaning that we don't come back. We we have to stand and give an account for the things that we've done in the body uh, to the to the Creator. Of heaven and earth you know how the book's called demon among us that's how i feel like with especially during like the ho homeless situation i feel like they're just among us everywhere i think they have to be possessed. I, I think that it is done purposely to purposefully to uh promote certain people who act certain ways to project a certain view of the world on people and i mean like you can just watch I mean, like, 
you know, we've had uh, we've had guests on before, Christopher Knowles, who's talked about algorithms and algo, which is the demon star, which mm. you know, and dude, people's algorithms lie to them. I was, I mean, I was at a bounce uh, uh, a bounce a trampoline park with my kids. And dude, if you would see people walk around fully masked with babies, fully masked, Insane. and there's no data out there that says that that child is in any kind of danger from this thing, and we can get and that's a whole different discussion because I don't believe in any of it. But mm-hmm. there, there's no danger there. I, I know, mass delusion. I, and I know you don't listen to the radio, but now... Come on, I swear to God, I'll kill everybody. Okay, go on. I, I know you don't listen to the radio, but five and under now can get vaccinated. And the demons that are doing that, and my friend is like, now my friend, my, she has a baby. It hasn't been five she years. COVID, COVID hasn't even been around for five years, so how do you know it's not going to affect the five-year-old? She, I just can't get... I wanted to call her and be like, don't do it, but it looked like she'd already done it, and I just... I just Everybody's on their own path, man. Yeah. And I can't control it. Um, wow, this has been a great episode. Thank you so much, R- MR. Uh, we really do appreciate you coming on the show. One more time, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can find your book? Yes, well, you can find uh, Demons Among Us. Uh, it's a number one bestseller. You can find that on Amazon uh, right now in print and in um uh, digital formats and uh, it'll soon I'll, I'll have the um, audio book up soon a couple weeks next couple weeks uh, and you can find me online at um, on Instagram at m.r.gorga and on Facebook at uh, mrgorga alright mr you came you saw you dropped the hammer of the gods on us uh, we really do appreciate that and uh, guys, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please, uh, you know, like, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, leave us a five-star review. That'd be really nice. We could use it. And uh, I hope to see you guys. Um, I mean, damn, I got some uh, Costa Mesa, but this won't be out by then. But uh, yeah, Costa Mesa and New Jersey, San Francisco. Go check them out. If you like, if you're looking for silver and gold, go to samtriplee.com. Check them all out, and we will talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Go deep, homeboys. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. You just blew my mind. Tim Foyle hacked. Tim Foyle